Today's podcast is presented by Podgo. Podgo is the easiest way for you to monetize your podcast, providing podcasters with a flat rate for ad space so you always know how much you get when you include an ad from Podgo. Apply today to become a member and immediately be connected with advertisers that fit your audience. That's podgo.co at P-O-D-G-O dot C-O. And be sure to add the slang self.podcast in the how did you hear about Podgo section of the application. You're listening to the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast with Coach Felicia, where we empower Black women to overcome their doubts, fears, and insecurities in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Science Up Dog Podcast. It's your girl, Felicia Wallace. Welcome to all the new and continued listeners. I don't care how you found me by way of solo episode or guest episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for just, you know, supporting the Slaying Self Dog Podcast and the community and what we are trying to grow. So uh, this week's announcements, uh, if y'all have not been getting these IG lives that I have been doing with her name, Mercy, y'all are tripping, okay, because they have legit been the bomb. Like we literally are having conversations that for me, I'm so grateful to be able to talk to somebody about what it is I'm feeling and what it is that I'm going through because it's helping me. It is literally just giving me some peace and um, allowing me to just um, do exactly what we're going to talk about today is like grow through my grief. So that um, that has been amazing. So tomorrow is actually our last live. So if you have not been on one, make sure you catch it tomorrow at 8 p.m. October 4th. If you have any questions that you would like answered, anything you want to comment on, you can DM me or you can um, email me at info at FeliciaWallace.com. Um, when y'all hear this, I will be at a weekend getaway with my boo thing in the ATL, shawty. Um, I'm so grateful that we are able to just spend some time together, kid-free, mind you, um, because we just needed it. We really needed some time to just like unwind and um, I'm just excited. So when I come back, I'm going to be rest to go because big things are coming. And I said it earlier, I getting, growing through this and having to do this process has been exactly what I needed. It's been a blessing for me because I believe that I have been playing around with my potential, y'all, and playing around with what God really wanted me to do and just trying to do it in my own way and figure out, oh, I can do this and oh, I can do that when really God was saying, no, I told you to do this. I've been told you to do that. And you keep playing with me. We, it's going to be some consequences and repercussions. Okay. Um, so last week we talked about grief and how it affects our bodies. And it was a really good conversation. I feel like for me, because I did recognize some things in myself that I probably would have not ever noticed, but I know this, remember, even if you're not in a season of grief right now, it will happen because grief happens, right? Um, it, it allowed me to be able to pay attention to things that may come about in the future, right? And so today we're talking about growing through your grief. And, you know, 
I realized that this has been my growth, right? On top of um, going to therapy, talking to my wellness coach, speaking to my community, doing the things that serve me to help me to be able to feel better about where I'm at, that is growing in your grief. And so growing through your grief rather. Um, And so it's not saying that my grief season is over. Do I still have days where I feel sad? Do I still have days where I don't feel like it? Absolutely. Um, But am I having more days of being grateful for the space that I'm in, being grateful for the people that I'm around, being grateful for my community, being grateful for even going through the grief season, right? So um, I went back. So this, this week, we are going to talk about ways that I found on the Googles and also some things that have helped me throughout this season to kind of grow, to grow through my grief. So I check the Googles as always, oh, all the time. That is our best friend over here, okay? Um, and some tips that I find found were breathing, crying, saying no, your faith, journaling, being grateful, get outside and build a community. What I thought was amazing about this just when I read the list I was like the commonality is really about like like I want to say just like moving but like it is it's a it's a it's a way to kind of like move forward right and so okay um in breathing we'll just take them one by one in breathing um I've even learned in coping mechanisms with um my anxiety to like stop and take like 10 deep breaths. I'm doing some mindfulness work. Like um, one that I use often is the senses, right? And so when I'm having a moment of like stress, anxiety, um, frustration, irritability, I will stop. I will take 10 deep breaths. And when I say deep, it's not like, (sighs) I mean, like literally like I legit just did that. Okay. I want y'all to know. Okay. Breathe in. I let my lungs fill up with air and then I slowly breathe it out. It's not, it it wasn't rushed. It's not a a, a forced thing. It really is um, a situation where I'm being intentional about it. Right. And so for me, two reasons why this is helpful is because a I've already told y'all this, I'm an asthmatic. And so being able to breathe without any restrictions, any hesitation, any uh, shortness of breath, any interruption is a blessing, right? That is a blessing for me because I've been in those places where I could not do that. I've had seasons when I've been so sick and I've been like, I just want to be able to breathe. Um, On top of that, the season that we are in right now in this panorama and people are still getting sick from this virus that is that is what it attacks. It attacks your lungs. So to be able to breathe, right, is that in itself. Sometimes when I'm by the time I get to five, I'm literally like, thank you, God, for this breath, like this breath, because you are doing this. You are giving me you're telling my body what to do. You have already set this up like you're giving me the breath in my body. And so I'm literally taking that in as I take those 10 breaths and then when you talk about the census, it is literally like, what do I see? You know, like I'm going to do, I'll do it right now. So if I say I took 10 breaths, I'm not going to take 10 breaths right now. But if I did, then afterward, I would say, what do I see right now? I'm looking out my window. I see the tree outside of my window. I see my car. I see the curtain. Um, I see a gray wall. Okay. What do I hear? I hear the fan. I hear the voice. Uh, my voice in my ear. I can hear my kids moving around. Um, okay. What do I taste? Nothing. Cause I ain't eating nothing. <laughs> 
Um, what do I smell? I don't, oh, you know what? I smell some leftover jerk. I had some jerk chicken. Well, my son had some jerk chicken for lunch. So I smell a little bit of that seasoning. I can smell the plug-in that's on the wall that is like a berry scent. Um, yeah, that's about it. What do I feel? Right now, my hands are on the desk. I can feel the counter. I can feel the, the my shoes, like my slides and the floor beneath my feet. Um, that's it, right? Y'all, come on now. Wait a minute, y'all. I sent your senses, right? I got, is this crazy? Hold on. See, touch, hear, smell, taste, right? I did them all. Okay, there you go. <laughs> this is, this is, y'all, okay, y'all already know how I go, but yeah, I needed that because I was like, is this right? Yeah, that's right. So those are all the five senses. And so in that, what that creates for you is, is mindfulness, but it, it brings you present, right? It brings you right here. It brings you to where you are. You're not looking in the future. I ain't trying to look down the street because I can't see it. You know, I'm not using my memory. to. I'm literally right here where I am in this moment. This is, these are the things that are happening. And sometimes that, when I do that, it grounds me. It keeps me present. Um, so the next thing is crying. Sometimes we just need a good old cry. And um, I've heard plenty of people from pastors to doctors to talk about how um, crying releases some um, hormones in your bodies that literally make you feel better, like your tear ducts make you feel that's the that is the purpose is to release some things and so sometimes having that good snotty cry where you just are a mess is exactly what you need I would also say crying when you feel like crying when it comes up for you I know that during the season the event times I felt like I wanted to cry and was just like no let me wait until I get to my room by myself no let me wait till I get to the bathroom no let me wait and get away from people and the thing about it is is that crying is normal it is a healthy action, right? Because I could be doing other things other than crying, you know, to kind of cope with whatever, you know, whatever my grief is. So crying is a good thing. Um, it's a great release. Saying no. So we're going to say no to stuff that don't serve us. Okay. We don't have to answer every phone call. We don't have to answer every text, you know, especially as soon as it comes in. I'm not obligated to do anything for you. I'm not obligated to, if I don't feel like it, I don't feel like it. And that should be enough. I think that there's a lot of times when we, we put ourselves in a situation where we feel like we have to do all the things, even in the times when we're broken, even in the times when we're grieving, even in the times when we legit do not feel like it. And we are um, forcing ourselves to uh, perform. <laughs> like that's legit what we're doing. We're performing because it's not real. It's not genuine. It's not what we want to do. We're here putting on a, a show for you to make you feel better or the person who is asking us to feel it is okay to say no. And I say that to not only be able to give yourself that grace to say no to your spouse, give yourself that grace to say no to your kids. You know, as I've been going through this season, and just really, you know, not just this grief season, but even in my growing of being able to share certain things on my kids. Sometimes they can tell by my face, oh, mommy, you don't look right. Mommy, you look sad. Mommy. And I was like, no, I'm not sad. I'm not this, that, and the third. You know, whatever it is. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm, you know, frustrated. I'm annoyed. Kids sense it, right? And so sometimes I say, y'all, I can't, I can't do this. Can someone else clean 
the kitchen? Can someone else put the dishes up? Hey, can you help your brother do his homework? Hey, can you make breakfast? Hey, listen, eliminate and delegate. I, I, I don't have to be all the things because I can't. And the sooner that I recognize that, the better it is for us all, right? That's the way it is. Um, faith. My faith is very important to me. Um, even in the times when me and Jesus are beefing, okay? Because ultimately, I know that all things happen for my good. And um, when when I don't understand, when I feel frustrated, when I am confused about how he's using me and how he's doing things, you know, it, it just is what it is. But I lean on my faith, right? Um, in the beginning of this, remember, so I told y'all, I'm learning some things now. In the beginning of this, I wasn't leaning on, I was moving him out the way. I got this. Don't worry about it. I'm going to carry it. I'm going to wear this on my back. No, 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 not no more. Like legit, if something else happens to this and I go through another season of grief, the first thing I'm going to say is, Lord, I need you to carry my burdens. I need you to 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 be the strong one. I need to surrender this all to you. I need to give it to you so that I can be free. And whatever it is that you believe in, you have to do the same thing. You have to surrender in order for you to grow. You have to, because you can't carry it. You're not meant to carry it. So you need to surrender it to God so that you are able to really grow through through this season. I'm journaling. Y'all know that I'm a big journaler. It doesn't have to be like dear diary. <laughs> Some journals can be um your wins of the of the day, right? What you what you did for that day. And 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 when you're in a grief season, a win is taking a shower. A win is eating. A win is uh changing your clothes a win is getting off the couch like it going to get the mail it is not like oh I just you know did I don't know a a marathon that could be it but if you are in a season where the only thing you can do that is a win for you is that you took a shower today that is okay that that is still growth because guess what you ain't still sitting in the same spot but you write that down so that you're able I, I always think of journaling you know, as a way to always go back to remind myself of where I was and what I came out of, because it is when we talked about, you know, over the uh, summer about reviewing God's track record. This is my track record. I'm able to see what it is that I have been able to do through God, what it is that I have been able to do um, to get myself through this season. When I look back at some of my journals, I'll be like, girl, you was a mess. But look at you now, sis. Look at you now. Um, <laughs> uh the next one is being grateful um there is something about being grateful in a season when you are sad because it changes your perspective so the same thing we're talking about mindfulness when you think about the things that you're grateful for um recently I've been having it seems like the same conversation with a couple of my friends um who have said like you know I can't believe we're in October um it feels like it was just January or it feels like we're still in 2020 and I feel like I haven't done anything I haven't accomplished anything I'm feeling the same way that I was feeling before and you know I let them vent and then I stop and I say I I I understand that you feel that and I can recognize that you know, you may feel that way, but let me remind you that in this season, I'm not talking about all the things, whatever happened, whatever. In this season, over 600,000 people have lost their lives to a virus. The fact that you were still here 
is enough. That, and when you put those things into perspective, like I said earlier, when you breathe in and you're grateful for every breath that you're taking, it puts things into perspective. Like you literally have to just get outside of yourself to be able to say, I'm grateful that I'm able to walk every day. I'm grateful that I'm in, I'm in my right mind. I'm grateful that, you know, God continues to choose me. I'm grateful for these kids. I'm grateful for this house. I'm grateful for um, food in, in, my, in my house. I'm grateful for, you know, like you literally have to look at the things that you have and be grateful for those things. What that does is I believe that it takes you out of it takes you out of the, the mindset of the things you lost because you realize what you have. Cause sometimes when you're in that grief stage, all you can think about is what you don't have anymore, what you lost, what was taken from you. You know, when you're stuck there, everything seems like a loss. But the moment you take a step back and you be like, look what I look what I have. Look what look what I have right now. It will, it changes the perspective. Um, get outside. Now, being an allergy asthma girl, I probably wouldn't normally recommend this. However, after this past 18 months, outside has been my best friend because I'm tired of being in this joint, right? Um, <laughs> but get outside. I don't care if you need to walk your neighborhood. Some people have found, I for me personally, I have found that being by water has been peaceful for me. Sometimes I will just drive to like a marina and, you know, I'll just sit out there and just watch the ducks or something like that. Like it doesn't have to be anything big, but it just, a lot of it just reminds me of God's grace. It reminds me of his his unbelievable power. It, it reminds me of what happens, what, what he is allowing to happen despite where I am right now, that the fact that they have no worries, that they, that the ocean will do what it's supposed to do. The sky will do what it's supposed to do. It, it doesn't, he, he creates all of this. He's all like, when I'm outside and I'm looking at the trees and, you know, just being able to breathe in the fresh air, it also brings in gratefulness, right? Um, and so get outside. Some people like the garden. I don't have no green thumbs, so that ain't even my thing. Some people like to build and see them. So just get outside and start doing some things when you're ready. I'm not saying if you are still in a season where you are just like, all I want to do is cry, cry your heart out, baby. Do what you need to do for you. Um, the last thing, and one of the things that we have talked about continuously over these last three weeks is building community. Uh, her Dean said last weekend, I mean, last Monday, community is so important. Well, she said it twice. Community is so important and remembering that your best friend, your mom, your sister may not be your grief community. It may have to be a licensed professional. It may have to be a grief support group, right? It may have to be people who are equipped to be able to handle you gently and where you are. Um, because a lot of times, you know, I've been, uh, uh, um, I've done this myself over the years that somebody come to you and they tell you something and, you know, the, the minute that they, so we'll just use like, usually this is how it happened. And she used the same example of, you know, you break up with somebody and you'd be like, girl, it's other fish in a sea child. He don't deserve it anyway. He don't deserve you, you know, whatever you better without him, blah, blah, blah. 
okay, that's great. And all, but this person is grieving. They're grieving the person that they thought they were going to marry, the person that may or may not be, you know, the uh, parent of their child, somebody that, you know, they imagine life, not doing life without. And so for us to just like minimize that by saying, girl, get over it. Let me take you out. Let's go. Hit. We do that. <laughs> I've done it. It's been done to me. That is not helpful. It, it, it really isn't helpful. If I had to do it all over again, if I, I mean, well, you know, when you're young, you don't know. But if I had to do it all over again and I knew what I knew now, I would handle it differently. I would do what I do right now. And I ask them, do you need support? Do you need therapy? Do you like, is that something you're willing to do? I, I can find you some resources. That ain't, this ain't my lane. I know my ministry and this ain't it. I will be here to support you the best way I know how, but you need to get in some type of counseling or whatever. And so I think that, all of these are, you know, these were great tips. They were things that I have done that I'm going to continue to do. I think that no matter what seasons you're in, what part of this journey that you're in, um, you just take it day by day. Nobody is rushing you and no one should be rushing you. It is not. I, I've said this before. Your journey is your journey. Your grief season is yours. You are responsible for it. Do not push it aside because the other people don't have time for it. Find your people. Find the people who are going to support you through it. Find the people who are going to love you through where you are right now. And, you know, pick everybody else up later if you feel like it, right? I think the biggest thing that I am learning is that I have to do what's best for me because at the end of the day, I'm all I got. Like, you know, spouses, kids, friends, family, it's all on me because if I don't do what I need to do to make myself better, the relationships that I have with them are going to falter anyway, right? So what difference do it make? I have to do what I need to do to keep myself sane, keep myself in my right frame of mind, keep myself healthy for me first. If I am not good first, I will be no good to anybody else. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this series. Um, I am grateful that I did it. I'm grateful to my therapist and my wellness coach for really encouraging me to go down this path. Um, I was nervous in the beginning. I was unsure about what I was going to say, what I was going to talk about. Um, I was afraid that I wasn't going to be able to do it, honestly. Um, but it has been a blessing to me and it has been um, very, very therapeutic. And so um, I'm just glad that I did it. I hope that you all got something from it. I hope that you, you know, if you're not in a season, this season right now, um, I, it's something you can go back and listen to because we's here until the Lord says otherwise, right? And so, um, just thank y'all. So, just to recap for today, um, just understand grief is for a season, not a lifetime. And honestly, you choose whether or not it's for a lifetime. There's lots of people that I know that grieve a lifetime. And I think a lot of it is because they're fighting it. Um, something that uh, her dean said last week was um, you need to do what you need to do to embrace it. You have to embrace it. Embrace that. Accept. She didn't say accept it. She said embrace your grief. That is the easiest way. She the way she described it is being in the water and fighting off some waves. Right. And trying your hardest to. um get to the shore, get to, you know, get through it versus just surrendering and floating and allowing whatever to happen, just be right. And so um, do what you need to do to embrace your season. 
your grief season. Don't fight it. Just allow, surrender to it. Allow it to grow you. Allow it to do whatever it is supposed to do. Don't rush your grief. We've said that over and over again. It is this is not gonna go away overnight. Um, nobody is telling you to. This these this series was really to um help you to show you some things that you may not have known that you should that you could possibly try, you know. Um, but the biggest thing, say it every single time, and I'm gonna say it again. Get support, get a therapist, get a grief coach, get a get into a grief support group, whatever it is you need. I need you to get the support that you need so you can be the best version of yourself. That is the whole part. All of this, you know, it may be grief, but this is still a part of slaying self-doubt. The minute you admit it to yourself, the self-doubt is is saying that you don't have, that you're not grieving. That's a lie. That's a lie that you're telling yourself. And so the only way we're going to slay grief is by doing the work. And so I need you to do your work because I'm showing you that I'm doing mine. I'm not telling you again. I'm not telling you that every day is roses and sunshine, rainbows and sunshine. Is that the saying of rainbows and sunshine? Some days it's, you know, cloudy with a chance of meatballs. I don't, I, it just, it just is random. But guess what? I embrace it. Whatever I feel, I go with that. So Reminder that tomorrow we will be going live, our last live with her dean, um, to dig a little deeper into today's conversation. Make sure that you have any questions you want to DM me at Slaying Self Doubt or email me at info at FeliciaWallace.com. As always, thank y'all for rocking with me. I would love to talk to y'all in the comments on IG about this episode. So make sure you comment and share, rate and review. If you're not following me, again, you're tripping, but I'm on Instagram at Slaying Self-Doubt. If you are interested in booking a connection call with me to start your self-doubt journey or even to find out more about coaching, um, what I have been learning is that some people don't even understand what coaching is and they don't recognize what it's about. And I think that's where we might go next. We might actually talk about what coaching looks like um, and at least do an episode about it so that you can just get some clarity. So, um, Until next week, y'all. See ya. All right, y'all. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slaying Self-Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.